You're listening to The Set with Herschel Alex, the political talk show that has its own set of opinions. Everybody, welcome to The Set. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We're going to be having a discussion about Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump, specifically Sebastian Gorka, who is the host of America First and Work for Donald Trump, and he is a host on Newsmax as well, as well as a contributor to different programs. Anyway, Newsmax had Ron DeSantis on with Eric Bolin at 8 p.m. for a conversation. Usually, uh, Ron DeSantis is not seen on Newsmax as he would likes to go on Fox News. He's good with the Fox News people. He does not get any heat over there. And I think it's pretty unfair. You are running, even if he didn't announce it yet, for president, and you're sticking to Fox News and avoiding a big chunk of the party, which is the MAGA extreme Republicans that are on Newsmax. Now, Newsmax can't compete with Fox, but still, they deserve some of Ron DeSantis' time. It's kinda, it looks like Ron DeSantis is literally a Fox News contributor when he is serving as governor of Florida. Now, having said this criticism about Ron DeSantis, I do not like what happened on Newsmax yesterday and what happened on Sebastian Gorka's radio program today. Now, you're not listening to this the day that I'm recording this. Uh, the rest of the program will be live, but this is something I had to record beforehand, and I want you to hear what was going on. And my conversation with Sebastian as a caller into his program, um, I recorded it via the phone, so there's no problem with that. But it really disturbs me, this whole situation. Let's get right to it. Would you be willing to serve as vice president with Donald Trump? I think I'm probably, um, you know, more of, a, uh, of an executive guy. I mean, I think that you want to be able to do things. That's part of the reason I got, in, I got into uh, this job is because we, we have action. We're able to make things happen. And I think that's probably what I'm best suited for. Well, joining me now is the host of the David Harris Jr. Show and podcast, David Harris Jr., and also here, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, former White House advisor to President Donald Trump and the Trump administration, and host of America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Seb, um, what do you, you know, I, I asked this, <laughs> if you got, the, you got the nod to be VP, would you give up the, go- I think he likes to stay governor if he's not going to be president. What are your thoughts on this whole idea, Trump? Santos with. Uh, let's just say the governor of Florida has not uh, shot himself in uh, glory in the last four days. Uh, let's remind everybody that President Trump is a resident of the state of Florida that he is governor of. He says nothing for 48 hours about the impending arrest of the 45th and potentially 47th President of the United States. And then in a press conference on Monday on another topic, he's asked, and he does this snarky thing twice. He has to talk about hush money for porn stars twice and get giggles from the peanut gallery. It's an NDA, Ron. I signed an NDA with President Trump in 2015, and I ain't no porn star. I was writing security papers for the presidential nominee debate, and an NDA is absolutely normal. So the idea that he says this is none of our business, I'm going to concentrate on Florida. Your former Jagron, rule of law should matter to you. 
And the interview with Piers Morgan was a bloody embarrassment, and now he shows us how big his ego is with you and says, oh, VP, no, 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 I'm an executive. I guess being the, the, the second in line to the presidency, uh, it's just not good enough. Okay, so there you have uh, Ron DeSantis was in our, with Eric Bowen, and then he got Sebastian Gorka to come on, and he played the cut of what Ron DeSantis told him about how he thinks he's more of an executive person and he would not be willing to become Donald Trump's vice president. So let's first address the point that Sebastian make, made about Ron DeSantis waiting 48 hours before coming out and talking about this indictment against President Trump here in New York. Still hasn't happened. We'll get to that all later. But he said, where was Ron DeSantis for 48 hours? And that is a very fair point to make. Where was he? I understand that he wasn't sure he, you know, he wants to ignore President Trump, doesn't want to have anything to do with him, uh, obviously says he did a good job, doesn't want to start up with him, uh, and doesn't want to give him too much credit after Trump went after him for this past couple of months, but calling Ron a sanctimonious and talking about just how he wouldn't be a good choice for president didn't sit on him like the media sits on Trump, but still, Trump went after DeSantis when DeSantis didn't even announce that he's running yet. Uh, so that was a difficult position for him to take. And finally, when Ron DeSantis came out, he came out and said, this is horrible. What is going on with uh, Alvin Bragg, district attorney, hitting on Ron DeSantis, uh, on Donald Trump for such a joke when the city's burning. Um, and what he added on is that uh, he ain't like Trump. Even that little thing that Trump did wrong, you know, Ron DeSantis doesn't know much about because Ron DeSantis is clean of that. And I think it's fair of him to say that. Yes, he's hitting on Trump a little back by defending him. Yeah, he has to defend him, but he still is coming out and saying, I'm not like him. And it was the right thing to do that because Trump was hitting on him all this time. And if he has to come out and say something about Trump, he might as well say positive and negative things about Trump. And that was very fear. Coming out and saying, no, I'm not like Trump in that manner. Even though he shouldn't be prosecuted, he shouldn't be indicted, okay. But that was a fear thing of Ron DeSantis to do. Now, then Sebastian Gorka talks about how, oh my, this shows you about his ego, saying he wants to be uh, president, not vice president, if something, governor of Florida, God forbid, Ronald Sanders has too much of an ego, he can't be the vice president to Trump or to anybody because he's more of an executive guy. Well, he went on his radio show a day later, which is today as I'm recording this, and I had a call with him after he repeated his whole story about Newsmax, uh, and I want to hear what I said to him, because I want you to hear as well, and his response to that, and we'll take it apart, because he did cut me off. Brooklyn, line four. Hey, Sebastian, thanks for taking the call. So I'm identifying as a woman for the sake of not getting, getting thrown off the air because I might be disagreeing with you as well. <laughs> um, I want Trump to be president. I do not want him to be the nominee of the Republican Party because I don't think he can win. That's my opinion, and then people can disagree. But the way you're going after DeSantis really disturbs me because he said, no, he wouldn't want to be the, the vice president. He want to say it's about his ego. Well, Trump would say the same thing. No. But it doesn't matter. Trump is being the president. He, 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 he 
but he's proven himself. Well, why would somebody who's been a governor and a member of the House be so arrogant as to say, you know, it's beneath me to be vice president? Can you justify that, Alex? Just justify because that for me. President, because a vice president barely does a damn thing. It's no, the second most powerful person in the world, Alex. Don't make excuses for this man. It's, it's beneath you, my friend. It's beneath you. Don't make excuses for him. What kind of arrogance is that to say, I'm more important than being the vice president? Absolutely, because he can accomplish things. The vice president can barely do anything to accomplish And, and then what happens four years later when President Trump can't run for a third term? You know, you haven't Thank thought you. this through, my friend. You're, you're just, you're repeating talking points, and it's very, very sad. Ray in Livermore. Happy Friday, Ray. Thank you, Dr. G. And you know, I'm loyal to the show. I'm loyal to the president. I think some of these callers are struggling in a way. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay, listen. So let's take this apart for what it is. Okay, first, I want to address that caller that came on and said, Hey, I'm loyal to you. I'm loyal to Trump. Wait, loyal to the party? Loyal to some person? That's what's going on here? This whole loyal game really disturbs me. Nobody owes a damn thing for Trump. Ronda Sanders is allowed around. Loyalty for Trump. Trump helped him win uh, the first time he ran, and that's how he won. Otherwise, he would have lost because Trump endorsed him. Okay, so Trump helped him win the first time. Well, you know what? I don't give a damn. Oh, Trump is no saint. Okay? Trump is no angel. Trump is a human being that has his own interests. And I like the guy's personality, and I think he was a great president. I would want him to be president. I think he'd make it again. Um, but face it, nobody owes a damn thing for Donald Trump. Trump owes us thanks for us allowing him to be president for four years. He enjoyed it. Got a lot of attention. We should say thank you, maybe, yeah. Thank you, Trump, for all the good things you've done. But I got to vote for you? Got to let the country rot for another four years because you're going to lose in the general election? It's one thing that Sebastian Gorka and all these guys like Greg Kelly, oh, my, they, uh, Trump helped him win. Oh, he got to be loyal to Trump. DeSantis can't run again against Trump because he, he's, he's only where he is because of Trump. First of all, that's not true. Yeah, Trump might have helped him win the first time around. But let's look at this. First time Ron DeSantis won in Florida as the governor was with a couple of thousand votes. The second time around, he wins by over a million Hmm. I give that credit to Ron DeSantis and not Trump. And by the way, I will say, Trump made it cool to go against the establishment. That's why Ron DeSantis is able to do it. But no, he's a great governor. He's done a great job. And he owes nothing to Donald Trump. And don't give in, Ron. Don't give in. This is what the Democratic Party does. Oh, my God. We love Joe. We love Joe. We love the Democrats. They're our saviors. They're... This is emotions over logic. This is drama. And I don't like the sound of the Republican Party turning into that. This whole MAGA movement is getting a little too far with that. I like MAGA. I like America first. I like Donald Trump. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not screw this over. Now, about the argument I had over there, which you just played, when I came on, I said I identify as a woman for the sake of not getting thrown off the air because he had a caller on before me. He was not saying the same thing as I was and actually gave that caller, a woman, uh, the chance to talk, unlike what he did to me because she was not a good, <laughs> she wasn't bringing a good argument to the table. It was pretty easy to take that apart and win over uh, that woman about what she was saying. Hey, don't go after DeSantis. 
Because if you do that and he wins the nomination, you're not going to be able to go and say everybody should vote for DeSantis. So Sebastian said, well, well, uh, I'm going to say whatever I believe. I'm allowed to say the truth. Don't censor me. And she said, no, I'm not censoring. Well, the truth is, no. If Sebastian believes DeSantis is a horrible person, he should come out and say it. I don't think he believes it. I think he has a conflict of interest. He may believe that he believes it, but he really doesn't believe it. Deep at heart, he knows the truth. Um, and he's not doing any s seriously despicable stuff. But, yeah, you, you, can, you, you don't have to come out against DeSantis. You're not a liar if you do that, if you just stick with the facts and policies and say Trump is better without going after DeSantis and exaggerating whatever he's done. You know, before this whole situation, the possibility of DeSantis running against Donald Trump, Greg Kelly and Ron and, and Sebastian Gorka, Newsmax, all these people are like, hey, Ron DeSantis, good guy, great guy. Once this happens, oh, no, oh, no, horrible person. Now, you see that a lot, but this is extreme. This is extreme. And I think it's turning off people. I really do think. So anyways, when that caller came on the line, that woman, she came on. She said, please don't shut me off. I'm going to disagree. Uh, let me speak, please. Don't do what you do. And he said, you're a woman. I'm not going to shut you off the air. I do it to men. So that's why when I came on the air, I said, identify as a woman for the sake of not getting thrown off the air because I'm also going to disagree. And uh, yeah. So now let's talk about the argument. I said, Trump would say the same thing that he doesn't want to be the vice president because Trump thinks he can accomplish things. And a vice president is a very limited position to be in. You got to wait for the president to die or for the president to be in the state of Joe Biden, which he is, only if it's a Republican. If it's a Democrat, nobody does a damn thing. If there would be a Republican president that's cognitively struggling as bad as Joe, now he got to be impeached for other stuff, but in terms of his mental capability, he would be thrown out of the position and then Kamala would have been the president or the Republican. Vice president would have become the president. Anyways, that's the situation with that. But uh, Donald Trump has an ego the size of a mountain, right? He says some horrible things. He, he, he attacks people, right? And the media hated him for that. The Democrats hate him for that. And the Republicans are busy saying, like, Sebastian Gorka, oh, you may not like his personality. You may not like his ego, but look at the policies. Go by what is right, not by your emotions, right? All these things. Well, now it's the Republicans going after DeSantis in the manner in which Democrats went after Trump. Oh, he got an ego. He doesn't want to be vice president. Oh, that's horrible. It shows you how despicable he is. is that's what the Democrats did with Donald Trump. And now you're doing it with Ron DeSantis, but on the Republican side of the aisle? It's just horrible. Now let's take it a little even further. Well, uh, a vice president is the second to the biggest position, the most powerful position in the country. Is it? Is it truly? Are you serious, Sebastian? A vice president is the second to the most powerful person in the country? No. No, no, not at all. They have very limited things that they can do. Now, oh, yeah, they can accomplish a lot of things. They get jobs from the president, and they can go talk, and they can do this, and they can be sweet and poppy which is why Trump got Mike Pence, because he's, oh, blah, blah, blah. you know, that weak guy that comes in like, hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Mike Pence, and it's uh, so important. I don't even know how to copy him, but you, you get what I'm saying. Joe Biden was the same thing for Obama, just an easy guy to go. Get him on, doesn't do much, isn't a fighter. Listen, if DeSantis would be vice president of Trump, the kind of 
situation would be going on there, there'd be fights. Because they disagree over policies, and Ron DeSantis is an outspoken person, doesn't just sit in the sidelines and does what you tell him to do. He does what he thinks is right and what he thinks he should be doing. Uh, and I don't trust him. I'm not saying that I trust him. But he's, he's, yes, he's more of an executive person, more of a person that leads, more of a person that does things. And that's not the position of vice president. So then the Sebastian goes on and says, well, he should be his vice president for four years, and then he could run for president. Oh, the crap. Oh, my. Uh, Trump is not going to make it in the general, but let's say he does, right? Picks uh, vice, pen, uh, 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 vice presidential pick, Ron DeSantis, then they uh, have President Trump, a vice president DeSantis. 2028 rolls around, and Trump says, Donald Jr., he'll be the next greatest president. Yeah. You think he's giving it to DeSantis? Or he'll give it to somebody else that's weak. Uh, that's a big part of the MAGA crowd. That's what the endorsement is going to go to. And that person is going to, quite frankly, follow everything Trump tells him to do. Kind of like Obama telling Joe Biden what to do. But that person is not going to be cognitively struggling. But it'd be a similar position. No, no, no. Ron DeSantis would not get the endorsement from Trump in 2028. Okay? And Trump, quite frankly, even before DeSantis went after him or did anything nasty to Trump, Trump went after him. Okay, he started it. So don't say, hey, suck up to him and tell him, hey, I want to be a vice pick. That's ludicrous. It really is. So that's the story with that. And we shall be back, and we're going to talk about the indictment on Trump. Join us right after this break.